Welcome to Coffee and Chill. I'm your host, Adele Overby, and today we'll be talking to Quindell Evans about his new book, The Mouth Book, which is about self-healing and affirmations. Stay tuned. Excited? Excited to be here? Yes, I am. I feel pleasure to be here. I'm happy to be here. Thank you guys for for allowing me to be here. Anytime. You know, artists support artists. Yes. Okay. So, who is Quindell Evans? Um, Quindell Evans is a multifaceted artist, a teaching artist, um, a self-healing artist. A music artist, poet, author. Um, he used to be a dancer. He used to do stand-up comedy, act in a few plays. Yeah, quite the skill set. Um, just very into performing arts, you know, and, and, and education, you know, teaching through the arts, making sure that we're always learning. So uh, what are affirmations? Um, a general term for affirmations would be Words that that you can say to yourself to make you feel good. Words that you can say to yourself to uplift yourself. Um, I feel like affirmations, personally, is just speaking. When you speak, you um, are affirming things. So a lot of times we say stuff like, you know, I'm just, I'm just having a bad day. And that's an affirmation, you know, and it's, it's not a good one. But if you're conscious of if you're conscious of the fact that when you speak you're affirming things, then you can kinda say, I'm not having a bad day. It's just not going how I like it, but it's still a good day, you know? Yeah. So affirmation period is just speaking. But you know, in in a more positive way, affirmations are words that you would say to inspire yourself, to uplift yourself, to make yourself feel good. So a lot of times people say stuff like, you know, looking in the mirror and saying like oh, I'm I'm pretty, or I'm sexy, or I'm gorgeous, because you might feel that someone has put you down, you know, like, oh, you got pimples or something, and it's like, well, why do you, why are you breaking out? And then you feel bad, you know? So it's like, you can look in the mirror when you have pimples and be like, oh, I'm, I'm gorgeous regardless, you know, I'm, I'm sexy, or I, I look good. So affirmations are words that can inspire yourself to make you feel good. You know, I never really thought about affirmations as a negative thing or like affirmations with negative connotations and how that would affect you. Like I do know that like if you think positively and you try and do things the right way, like good things will come back around to you. But I never really thought about like the negative side of that or trying to like actively be yeah. negative of affirmations. The thing about um, affirmations is sometimes I feel like you could talk about things and not speak them into existence, you know? But it works it works much stronger somehow when it's negative. So when you say I have been having a bad day, somehow negative things are so firm that they stick and positive things has to be repeated. So when you say I'm having a bad day, or if, if you was to ask somebody how would they day go, they're more likely to share the things that bothered them than the things that made them feel good throughout the day. You know, the bad news instead of the good news. So the thing about these affirmations, it's not just about speaking it. I realize the power of writing it. 
I realized the power of writing it, speaking it, and then reading it later so you could go back. Because you can't go back to the words you said. When you do try, it doesn't matter if I read the affirmation in this book, close it and say it again, it's going to come out different. So if you try to say something twice, it's different. But the fact that if you, you, you kind of, what I kind of do with the affirmations is literally lock in the moment that I made it when I write it down and when I read it. If I read one of these affirmations, I can literally remember the day and how I was feeling and what was going on around me, you know? So it's like, but when you was just, if you just say it, you know, then next time you share it, it's, it's different if you, when you repeat it. So it's not just about speaking good into your life. It's also about writing good into your life because writing is powerful. Words that you write down is, is just as powerful. I would say more powerful than the words you speak. So that's, that's um, what I would feel like if, if I was to redefine affirmation. It's not just about saying things that are good to you. It's just about writing it down. You know, I am beautiful. I am sexy. I am smart. I am healthy. Whatever you want to be. You know, I am rich. I am a millionaire. Because sometimes you'll be like, I'm going to make a million dollars in one day. But we don't plan it. So I feel like affirmation is about planning good into your life. Because none of these affirmations are things that I feel like I am definitely. I feel like these are things that I'm reaching and inspiring, aspiring to be. You know, so I'm not going to say I am monogamous because I've always been monogamous. I'm saying I'm monogamous because I'm starting to practice it right now. And I want to mean it a year later. I want to mean it two years later. I want to mean it three years later when I go back and realize when I wrote it down in 2017 that it manifested something for me years later. It's not like, you know, so I'm not going back and telling people, like, you have to say these things or you have to strive for these things, I would say that I suggest that you write these things down, everything you want to be, because it's something very powerful within writing. Now it's not just speaking about things, now it's you actually committing an action. Like as you're writing it down, it's like you have to think about what you have to put down, you have to actively write it down. So it's like even if no matter what the affirmation is, now that you've written it down, it's more solidified. Even if you don't agree with it or act it out immediately, you can always read it and, yeah. and then, you know, re-evoke that spirit in you, you know, like, re-evolve it. You know, you can, you can always go back to it. You can always... You're like manifesting inspiration. You can always re-manifest it because if you just say it, you know, like today I'm monogamous and then you be monogamous for three months, you said it. And when you write it down, when you read it, it's like you remind yourself to stay You're holding yourself accountable to it. So your book is super interactive. Um, so if you like go through the, uh, the affirmations and you open up the book, there's lots of space underneath them. So I'm guessing that's why you left all this space. Mm -hmm. So every affirmation has a question. So Do you want to give an example? Yeah. I'll just start with the page we're on right now. Okay. So, um, okay, I'll read this one. No, I don't want to read this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read this one, the page you on. Um, affirmation number 38 on page 77 says, I reflect on myself, and although I may not like some things, I accept myself so I may like the change. So, and then there's a question to go with it. Describe a habit you once thought you couldn't live without doing, but now you're absolutely fine without it. So, 
the question goes with the affirmation, you know, reflecting on yourself. So even though you may not like everything about yourself, you accept it so that you can one day change. If you're not accepting it, then you'll always be rebellious of the change. You know, like to, to not accept the part of yourself is not allowing yourself to grow. So I reflected on myself and realized that like, okay, I spend about 75 or more dollars a week on weed. That's a lot of money. That's a good amount of money. That's like $300 a month minimum. And that's like a trip. That's like rent and, and you know, that's like a room. You know, that's like an apartment in a cheap state, you know? Like, literally, <laughs> that's like state. a whole, literally, like in Buffalo, yeah. I went to college, that's a house. For you know, $300. For $300, you know? And right around my college, there was uh, on the east side with cheap houses. With cheap houses. You know, literally $250 a month for these cheap houses. So, like, $300 a month on weed, hmm, that's a lot of money. So I didn't like that, but I accepted it. I realized, okay, I'm spending this much money. I want to do something about it. So the question is, what, what, a, a, what is a, describe a habit you once thought you couldn't live without doing, but now you're absolutely fine without it. At the time I wrote this, I was still smoking weed. So that wasn't the habit. But right now, that's the habit that I thought, like, I don't know, like, I want to smoke until I'm 80. I literally thought that. I literally said it. Like, I just want to be high, old, and chilling in my crib as an old man, feeling accomplished, and smoking weed. But now I feel like I don't ever want to smoke again. You know, and I have friends, the friends that I usually used to smoke with, I still hang out with them, and they still smoke weed. And I'm not trying to change them. I'm not like, you should stop smoking. You're spending so much money on weed. I'm, I realize I don't have to try to change people because I'm changing. And I used to be like that. I used to be like, yo, we should, you know. All we together, should, we should just make this move. All together, yeah. we should stop eating this. All together, we should stop doing this. And it's like, I realize that sometimes your change is yours. Your evolution is yours. Your, your process is yours. What you're going through or what you're growing through is for you. And a lot of times, you want to pull people with you. So I'm fine without that. I'm fine without pulling certain people and some of them people might be family and friends and I thought that they would be changing with me I'm fine without doing that I'm fine without smoking weed I'm fine without talking to every female that I feel like is attractive you know at one point it was like if I felt it I don't care I'll just talk to her but now I'm more self-disciplined I'm gaining self-discipline I don't I don't feel like I'm just like the most self-disciplined person in the world sometimes I just like eat things that I feel like I didn't want to eat. Sometimes I feel like, you know, like I want to do something that I, that I said I wouldn't do, but I'm learning to self-reflect and always think about it while I'm doing it and not just being so lackadaisical because I have goals. And I feel like if I want to actually complete my goals, I have to take care of myself. I have to be aware of myself. Self-healing. Yeah. So that's why there's a whole bunch of space so that you can actually write all of that down. I used to be... I used to want to, I used to, never thought I would stop smoking. I never thought, you know, I would have, you know, a, a, a certain amount of self-discipline that I have, and now I do. So it's, it allows you to re reflect. My personal book, if I were to bring it, it's writing everywhere, you know, like on both sides, you know, the back, the front, drawings, poems. I just, you know, self-reflect through the book because... I know the, the power of writing, so I wanted to share that with people.
beautiful. How does someone start their self-healing journey? Um, everyone's different, but I feel like for most of us, um, it depends on on like where you at in your life. But if if I was to say generally, um, affirmations, you know, could be one way to start your self healing. You know, writing down something a day, self reflection. Um, writing a self reflection. So like, if someone was to get a journal, a diary, that would be very good. If they could just write, literally a line or two a day. Sometimes it might feel a little, you know, too much, or you might not have the time to sit and want to write or like a page you're forcing or two. It. Yeah. yeah. So like literally a line or two, and that's why I wrote th these affirmations. There's just a line or two, and this is something I committed to every day, you know. But also, I would say, set a timeline. If someone wants to focus on self healing, don't just say I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna write in the journal every day. Set a timeline. Sometimes take a day off. I'm only gonna write on weekdays. You know, because it might become a little overwhelming and you are human and you might not feel like writing that day. So, like, I would say set a timeline, set some dates aside, set some days. Like, these are writing days, these are self-healing days, these are meditation days, these are exercise days. You know, give yourself some time. Why do you so, so... We want immediate response. We want immediate response. We're so ready for it right now. Like, I want to start working out every day. I want to start reading every day. And we don't give ourselves a break and it and we set like a standard for ourselves that we can't even reach because we it's, it's an immediate change that we're yeah. reaching for. So I would say to, to start out giving ourselves a day or two to write, you know, like I'm gonna write three days a week in this book. Um, I'm gonna read three times a week. I'm gonna exercise three times a week. And once again, writing two lines would be good, you know, like, because I know that I don't want Sometimes I might not feel like writing a paragraph, but I would feel like a line or two just to, just to uplift yourself every day would be amazing. You know, meditation is something that's very good. It doesn't have to be three hours of meditation, but it could be just right after you wake up, just sit down, sit up, sit straight for five minutes and, and just sit silently for five minutes. Put the time on your phone, you know, so it's actually five minutes, you know, and just sit silently, you know, do that twice a week or something. So just know? like start slow and build up to it. Yeah, start slow and build up. Also have people that you can do this, do these things with, you know, at least it doesn't have to be like a consistent person, but you know, if you want to go out and meet a new friend and stuff like that. But self-healing is very different for everyone, you know, but I was, it takes some discipline, it takes some consistency, it takes it takes you planning to, to do this for a long time. Because a lot of people might do it for three months and stop and be like, well, I used to meditate. Yeah. And while I was doing that, I used to do a lot of things, but I don't know, I just stopped. And that is kind of, I don't know, sorry to me. You know, I wish, because I, I just feel like a lot of people feel like they have to do it every day. Yeah, you know, they and have it puts to a pressure something. on it that it's not, that's not what it's for. It's not for anything in, in excess is, always gonna you know have a impact a negative it. impact yeah yeah so like i would say just be careful you know and and start doing something that start setting goals that you can do achievable 
So I said an achievable goal that you can do once, twice, three times a week and, and keep up with it. You know? That's and awesome. The book will be out soon. You know, like I'm pretty much done with the book. Just refining a few things. It should be out by May. Nice. So that's like next month. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause I wanna I wanna go into the schools this summer and like pretty much allow students to play these games. You know, to to teach the youth. I feel like youth of all ages to play it. And of course even if they don't know how to read, that's why the numbers are there. So like you can play a game with just the numbers, you know, you can ask for card number four. You know, card number nine, because children know numbers before they know how to read, so. That's true. But that's what I'm working on now. I'm also working on putting out the Pick a Poetry album, you know. Um, and you could buy a deck of Pick a Poetry at bluepoetry.com. Three words, the word blue, the word poet, the word tree.com. Also, I have my book on sale on my website, too, bluepoetry.com. Which is also on his hoodie. Bluepoetry.com. Three words, the word blue, the word poet, and the word tree. You know, blue is the color of dream to me. Poet is the orator and scribe. And trees are what keeps us alive. You know, trees, I feel like trees evolve, you know, throughout the seasons, and they stay here. So it'll be the same tree you see go through changes throughout the entire year. So I feel like we, you know, as beings, kind of have a have some type of relationship with trees that are similar in a way we change but it's still here, you know? Yeah. So like that's what life blue is just evolving. Is yeah. Beautiful. So many things, so many ways and things that we use to evolve, so many ways we evolve. And until we die, we continue evolving. And even when we die, our spirit evolves into another realm. Our body dissolves into the earth and becomes part of this ecosystem. So there's it's a not, circle of life. No ending to this, you know? Thank you so much, Quindell, for writing this book and sharing it with everyone. I really think that your affirmations are really going to help me as a person to move forward. And I, I should talk to myself nicer. I should be nicer to myself. And I really think that your book is going to help me out. So thank you no so doubt. much. No, you're welcome. All right. So you can get the mail. Where can you get it? You can get it at bluepoettree.com. Bluepoettree.com. Three, Three words. words. The word blue. The word poet. The word tree. Bluepoettree. All right. I was your host, Adele Overby, and this is Quindell Evans. Stay Stay brewing. brewing.